Sportscast. For nurses and flight attendants, it is still for nurses and flight attendants. We said that all the time until there was a pandemic. That was a complete coincidence. It didn't mean anything. But yeah, no, we have not said anything since the pandemic struck the United States about nurses and flight attendants. And we we really should. We should thank everybody for being terrific through this. Grocery store workers have to be there. They are exposed to you all day long. And by doing this, they are not set for life. They're not making $900,000 an hour to help you pay for your food that they also need to buy, and they're seeing it fly off the shelves right in front of them. Grocery store work is tremendous. Just people at the auto parts store deemed necessary. They have to be there, and they're doing it without being set for life. The same goes for nurses and flight attendants. Nurses, there's nothing we can say about the nursing uh, experience because we don't do it. I mean, just just one teeny facet of it, having to wear a mask for hours and hours on end. There must be stories about that and just everything you have to go through with life and death. I can't imagine there literally is nothing we could say. Uh, it's, it's all about you. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Nurses, flight attendants already overwhelmed. Again, there is nothing we can say about the experience. We don't know how to do it. And now, uh, you're forced to, uh, keep people's masks on, sir, wear your mask, ma'am, wear your mask. Uh, don't argue because uh, Obviously, this could change, but the current science says uh, if somebody violates the six-feet-apart rule, don't get into an argument. Don't yell. Don't get in a fight. The current science says, uh, yeah, this could change, but the current science says that yelling makes the virus mad, that yelling, you're more likely to get sick because the two of you are going to spread the uh, the virus to each other. So don't get in an argument. If somebody violates a six-feet thing, just try and move away. But now flight attendants on a plane have to deal with all this new stuff. Again, we can't imagine all we can say is thank you, and I'm sorry that we've uh, neglected to mention that over the uh, last several months. And thank you as well. Everybody has been uh, so terrific uh, during this uh, during this pandemic. Uh, we really appreciate that. And and once again, thank you, nurses and flight attendants. I'm sorry, it's, it really is. I know it doesn't look like it, but it's been a complete coincidence that we haven't uh, mentioned that for months. This is the uh, yearbook uh, sportscast. Uh, it's free, so it's got to be good, right? I'm Doug. Uh, says in the yearbook at hotmail.com if you want to talk to us. Uh, Look, subscribe already. And America's most successful sport is women's soccer. From the outside, the National Women's Soccer League, NWSL, might not look successful. In fact, the NWSL might not look like anything right now except a black screen if you don't have CBS All Access and can't see it. But the league is having its teams, all its teams, play in a month-long World Cup-like one-site tournament in Salt Lake City. And so far, fanless real games are being played. And so far, no one has gotten sick. The league right now is the example for playing games during a pandemic above all other leagues. And the NWSL has done it while experiencing the same problems as every other league right now. It's not like they've gotten lucky. Many other top players opted not to play in the NWSL tournament. One whole franchise, the Orlando Pride, opted not to play in the tournament when six players tested positive for COVID. That left only eight teams. And the league received money from the federal government's Paycheck Protection Program, which may outrage you or it may not, or it may do something in between. They were eligible. And the NWSL itself says it genuinely needed the money. And without that infusion, all their players would have been let go. Instead, the league says every penny went to play and went to pay rather the players' salaries for more than two months. Now, ironically, the NWSL's very tight budget puts in 
kind of in a way in one of the better 2020 situations in sports. Whether there's a pandemic or not, the NWSL already plans as if it has no money to waste because it reportedly doesn't. So unlike other leagues, there are no luxuries to worry about supporting or propping up. But double ironically, I'm sure the league would trade its low overhead for MLB or the NFL's cash reserves. But as long as everyone stays well, then this w- this NWSL tournament allows us an actual, real, honest game-playing chance to see Sky Blue FC goalie Kaylin Sheridan, who's vastly underappreciated in her own time, the prototypical world's best goalie on bad teams. Uh, in the Bad News Bears or in any Little League movie, she would be the one person that's good. She would be the uh, ringer. No disrespect for the rest of the team. If this were the 80s, and Kaylin Sheridan were a man, Tom Cruise would play her in the movie because back then Tom Cruise always played the underappreciated world's best at something. Through three games, Sky Blue is 1-1-1. One, one, and one. That's respectable. But Sheridan has only allowed one goal. Hey, we just said a small market like Kansas City being able to afford arguably any league's best player would be big news. And now the Kansas City Chiefs have signed quarterback Patrick Mahomes, arguably the NFL's best player, to a half a billion dollar contract. Small market Kansas City won the Super Bowl and held on to its best player. So yes, the NFL is a salary cap success, which we just said. However, the NFL is not an actually paying people's success. If you follow the league even semi-closely, you've been aware of this for a long, long time. In baseball, when if someone signs for half a billion dollars, they will get half a billion dollars. But Mahomes' signing bonus is reported to be below average at $10 million. And already, several outlets have placed the value of his new contract way south of $500 million. The deal has a lot of non-guaranteed incentives in it which leaves only 140 million out of 500 million in actual money that Mahomes is guaranteed to someday get paid. And hey, we just said the New York Times could have picked a better example of salary cap success than the NBA, and now the New York Times has picked the best example of how NFL contracts actually work. The Times's Benjamin Hoffman writes that if Mahomes's career ended this season, the Chiefs would owe him around $140 million. In baseball, if Mike Trout's career ended this season, the Angels would owe him almost $427 million, Trout's whole entire contract. Mahomes' contract is the same football story that's been around forever, just with huger numbers, so this is not a surprise. Considering how dangerous football is, the NFL should actually follow basketball and baseball's lead with guaranteed money. Because the NFL player who made the most money ever, the wealthiest as far as making actual money, NFL football player ever, is the just-retired Eli Manning, who made just over $252 million over 16 years. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers currently in the 230 millions. For Eli, that is a lot of money, undoubtedly. But the NFL's richest man ever made a lot less then Mike Trout and a bunch of other baseball guys. Hey, we just talked about Tony Kemp of the Athletics. Don't ever call him the A's. And now he makes news for positive reasons. 
Uh, back to the NFL. The Washington Redskins are changing their name, which they should do, but I never, ever thought they would do, and I'll still only believe it when I see it. And of all things, FedEx applied the pressure on Washington to start this. So the team says they're working on a name change, but most of the publicly debated candidates would be bad for a brand new uh, an expansion franchise, much less Washington. Red Tails, named after the Tuskegee Airmen's Plains. That has a lot of public momentum. It is an inspiring name, a historical name, a name with a reason, and it's got endless helmet possibilities. The helmet options are endless, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. Red Tails for a team just doesn't sound quite right. What do you think? Red Hawks might win the People's Choice Runner-Up Award. And Miami of Ohio used that exact name when they changed their name from Redskins years ago. But and this is the truth. From the beginning, Red Hawks always struck us as clunky. And it just sounds like, quick, name an animal and stick a color on it. Or quick, name a thing and then another thing. Red Hawks is just, it's clunky and it's boring. But of course, team names like songs, are all subjective. If you hate the song, you hate the song. This isn't science. It's just your own personal taste. Same for team names. I like Federals. Also a surprising number of helmet options, and I thought it worked for the old USFL Federals. At the same time, Defenders seems to have a lot of fans, but I thought that didn't work for the Just Departed. They're not even cold yet. XFL Defenders. Senators is also terrific, but the Senators' name is allegedly owned by the Washington Nationals, the team that had to name themselves the Nationals because they couldn't name themselves the Senators. Hogs. That works enough. That's doable. But is naming the team after one specific glory era, the 80s into the 90s, is that enough? Bravehearts is too specific and only conjures up the movie, which leaves Warriors maybe the best option. Again, this is subjective. And the also awesome, but unfortunately not as catchy, Renegades. There's actually, if you think about it for just a few minutes, there's actually a lot of really good names out there. Seriously, turn this podcast off, for God's sake. And in a few minutes, you'll have like 17 awesome names. There's a lot of good names out there. But out of the People's Choice category, so far, I would take in no order. Senators, Federals, Diplomats, Warriors, Renegades, or Hogs. Unfortunately, this just has a foregone conclusion feel to it. This just feels like... It's going to end badly. Teams are just really untrustworthy lately with names. Not end badly like retaining Redskins, although, again, I'll believe it when I see it. Ending badly like the new name is going to be really, really lame. <laughs>